The Very Reverend Archpriest Mark Rowe is the Vicar General of the Western Rite Communities of the Russian Orthodox Church outside of Russia and the Rector of St. Joseph Orthodox Church in Sarasota, Florida. Today, he would like to share with you a few reflections and thoughts from the desk of the Vicar General. The Blessing of the Lord. This is Archpriest Mark Rowe, the Vicar General of the Rowe Corps Western Rite Communities. I greet you with a great fast. This is the apostolic faith. This is the faith of your fathers. This is the orthodox faith. This is the faith which has consolidated Christendom. All of our feast days are directly connected with sacred events and persons glorified by God. The present feast of the Sunday of Orthodoxy, however, is of a different nature. This first Sunday in Lent, the Holy Church has designated for the celebration of the triumph of Orthodoxy. This feast is unlike most others in the Orthodox Church, for it grew out of the very heart of our Mother Church, out of her long struggle to defend the true faith. The triumph of Orthodoxy was instituted by the Holy Church as a sign that her saving dogmas, that is to say the truths of Christ's teachings, have been received by the Church from the Son of God Himself and His holy apostles. Not only have these teachings been preserved unchanged and in all their purity, they have also received the necessary definition and elucidation during the long-drawn-out struggle against various heresies and errors throughout time. The last such heresy whose defeat brought about the definite triumph of Orthodox dogma was that of the iconoclastic controversy. The heretics believed it wrong to depict in artistic images the invisible and indescribable God. This false interpretation of the veneration of icons led to the expulsion of icons from churches and the destruction of sacred images. Orthodox defenders of icon veneration have shown from the Holy Scriptures and from the writings of the Holy Fathers that with the coming of the Lord in glory and in the flesh to the world, the depiction of God, of the history revealing the mystery of our salvation, has become not merely possible, but essential. The teaching on the veneration of icons and sacred images expresses the dogmatic unity of all Christian dogmatic truths and has culminated in the present-day celebration of the triumph of orthodoxy. Through the decision of the seven ecumenical councils, the Holy Church has enhanced the splendid edifice of Christian dogma, whose firm walls have sheltered the spiritual life of Christians from the winds of heresy. As understood by the Mother Church herself, the triumph of orthodoxy expresses the joyous unity of all Christians in the truths of the Holy Faith and the plenitude of communion with Christ through His Church. What a profound and clear idea lies at the basis of our feast day. Our harmony of mind and common belief in the truths of faith revealed unto us by God have united that which has been put asunder, have healed the terrible affliction of division, and have again made whole the body of Christ, thus ensuring the triumph of the universal church. How is this holy accord and singleness of mind of Christians manifested? In the very holy of holies of the Christian faith, the firm and unwavering faith and conviction in our Lord Jesus Christ as the true and perfect God and perfect man. Once again, our Holy Church is filling the hearts and minds of her children with an awareness of the triumph of ecumenical faith. Each and every heresy is a denial of either the divine or the human nature of the founder of our faith, the God-man, Jesus Christ.
True faith, says St. Athanasius the Great, consists in believing and confessing that our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the God-man. God, consubstantial and begotten of the Father in pre-eternity, and man, born of the substance of the mother within time. Perfect God and perfect man. This is ecumenical faith. Whosoever will not steadfastly nurture the seed of faith cannot be saved. Christians, as members of the Church of Christ, must bear witness to the world through their life, deeds, and work, professing salvation by deed, word, and images. Immersing our minds and hearts in the teaching of the Orthodox Church, we must ask ourselves, in these days of penance, is our faith firm and well-founded? Is our life pleasing to God? And do we have a living communion with the Mother Church through her mysteries, prayers, and teachings? Thus it is with good reason that the Holy Church and the Gospel has given us the true outline of Christians in the persons of the Holy Apostles, and whose thoughts there is no cunning, whose words are straightforward, and whose lives and deeds are pure and holy. From the moment they believed in Christ our Savior, they devoted their entire lives to His service. Thus we too, brothers and sisters, must profess our Orthodox faith, not by acceptance of Christ's teachings alone, but also by leading righteous lives before God. Preserve and embody these few truths of faith revealed unto us by God, imprinting them into your memory like a seal. They will serve you as an invincible wall against slanderers and will provide a fortress for your soul. St. Basil the Great Thus does the Holy Orthodox Church preach to us in days of great Lent, in celebrating the triumph of Orthodoxy. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May you have a spiritually profitable Lent, and pray for me as I pray for you. Amen. The Very Reverend Archpriest Mark Rowe is the Vicar General of the Western Rite Communities of the Russian Orthodox Church outside of Russia. The music you hear is Sky Cullen by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com, and it's licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. This has been a Western Rite Radio production. Please visit us at WROradio.com.